Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Real Voices of Happy Valley with Viv and Dave Boardman. In this episode, Dave talks to Pip Fowler, frontman of the Sentimentalists. As a sentimental scouser myself, I'm drawn to the name and to Pip, who's a talented, interesting bloke. He talks about the project he's involved with, Music for the Many, a wonderful local initiative to get children and young people engaged in music, which is no longer free in schools. And this organisation helps to put that right. Amazing. That's a little snippet of music from the Sentimentalists, Pip Fowler's band. More of that after I've had a chat with Pip in his living room. So I'm sitting on a lovely couch with Pip Fowler, a uh, musician who I've come across several times, booked you once or twice, I think, lunchtime live in Hebden Bridge. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, now, you're... With the Sentimentalists. That's right, yeah. That's the band, Sentimentalists. Quite long term now, it's over 10 years. Um, And it's very sporadic because um, the musicianship in it, uh, me aside, I'm the singer and songwriter. Um, But the musicians that are in it are like absolutely top-class musicians and that's the thing about songwriting is it, it does attract musicians mm-hmm. um but they're busy doing other things as well so it's very rare that we get any time to do much so we're all in different bands or with different things going or, on or doing yeah yeah um yeah daniel bath who uh, i will get a chance to talk about in relation to music for the mm. many uh, during this uh, he was there right at the outset, um, but he's incredibly busy. He's uh, uh, who, who, who was he? Who was he? Uh, Gregory Porter, I think, that oh, went right. down to London. Uh, again, we'll come to that as, as music oh. for the many thing uh, uh, with Gregory Porter. So he's incredibly busy. The drummer John Shepherd lives in Leeds, so there's that distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Grammy nominated, so the quality of musicianship is really high and and the better the musician the more in demand everyone exactly. is individually as well exactly that yes. yeah right so have you i mean while we're on the sentimentalist have you got any gigs coming up have you doing yeah. much at the moment yes leeds way mm-hmm. that's all i can remember we've got we've got actually that might not be till next year to make to make my musical life easier I've started a three-piece band called Coal Dust. Oh. Still uses Daniel Bath, mm-hmm. uh, my favourite piano player, but also my favourite guitar player, who uh, lives in the valley, uh, Joachim Lund. Mm. Uh, he plays guitar, and I've been wanting for like a couple of years to try and get Joachim and Daniel together. 
in the hope that the chemistry musically would really work. But it, but just because they're both brilliant doesn't mean that they play well together, because yeah. that's not the way music works, is it? No. Uh, but they do. They play absolutely beautiful. So I know that we've got something in Colne. There's Coldus coming up. I think week after next. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing I can. But it's the old, and I'm not comparing you with, but it's the old Crosby, Stills and Nash thing. Few guys, few guys meet, and you really don't know if it's going to work until you start playing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't, do you? Because yeah. um, you can have the best musicians in the world, but if it doesn't gel, then. Mm-hmm. You just don't have that spark, yes. does it? Oh, you can have people who are regarded as not great musicians, but if it works, it works magnificently. Absolutely, because, I mean, as, as a former promoter and as a, uh, and, and booking agent for bands, it's, uh, I understand it's, it's the show that matters. Are the people entertained? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can get fantastic musicians who are not necessarily entertaining when they get together. And uh, Viv has said a few times, particularly about jazz, I think they're entertaining themselves, aren't they? <laughs> Which can be a danger. I'm not having... I mean, I love lots and lots of different types of jazz, so yeah. I'm certainly not having a go at anybody. But uh, it's quite interesting that, you know, again, it's, it's evolution, isn't it? You know, it's moving on with your music. It, it absolutely is, yeah. And, and you want to keep moving. You hope that you want to keep moving on with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how realistic that is when you yeah. think of, you know, who actually, even, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, musicians who are famous or successful, even if they try to move on, they quite often get dragged back because that's where the yes. popularity is, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. And I know, I know a lot of people, a uh, lot of musicians uh, who do actually make a decent living out of playing other people's music on cruise ships and in a tribute band and things. Yeah, I'd rather do their own stuff. But, you, you know, if you're a professional, you have to make a living as well. And that's where a lot of the sort of people yeah. get together and sort of, well, um, nobody's going to pay us to do what we're doing, what we're doing now. They yeah. want to pay us... Yeah, for the hits we had 30 or 40 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a terrible shame for a musician. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, very briefly, we had a, we had a, a double bass player. Um, and we've had some... Oh, God, when I think back to the amazing players we've had, bass players in particular, but uh, but there was one, and he, he lived locally at the time. And uh, he, he was so exciting that whenever... I got to play with him, uh, him and Daniel played together, and John on drums. But he was primarily a jazz player, because if you double bass, mm. that's where your gig is. And he had a young family, and he, he just used to have to say, look, if I can get 50 quid, I'm going to go do that gig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we'd never, yeah. you know, we, we just never got enough time together to, to create much. But, but that's the reality of it, you know. Mm. Yes, I did, um, I did work for a while with... Uh, uh, a bass player, I think he's from Leeds, called Dave Bowie. <laughs> and <laughs> I, must admit, I was guilty of telling people that Dave Bowie was coming to the trades club. <laughs> he was the new stand-up bass player with a couple of jazz bands. <laughs> as, as he said, as he said, well, you know, I had that name <laughs> before anyone became famous with that name, so I'm not changing mine. And was he born with it? Oh, uh, yes, it was his was name. Yes, because wow. the, the, the David Bowie we all know and largely love. 
was called Jones. When Davy he Jones off. and had to change it because of the monkeys, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so but you know you 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 go out and perform as a solo as well. I do because <clears throat> what I realised was that I. I um, I was working with professional musicians who that's what they'd spent their life doing. And I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I was just writing songs. Um, I was blessed to meet Daniel. We became close friends. And then he, he was kind enough to have a look at me songs I'd written. And he, he did get quite pulled in. You know, he must have done because 12, 13 years later, he's still here, still mm. doing it. I think he did it as an act of charity to begin with. But, uh, again, it's that... He wouldn't have done it for 13 years if he wasn't (laughs) at least a bit impressed. I think that's right. I I think he's drawn in because if you're a musician, being able to put your imprint on something that is original, Mm. I think is probably the draw uh, for for professional musicians. So, so, uh, yeah, you know, I I never intended to sing, but... In the process of saying, okay, well, Daniel, so Daniel put a band together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got some friends, I think, be interested in these songs. So I had to sing them to say, well, this is how they go. And then mm-hmm. let's look for a singer. But we never did. And I stuck with it. And actually, I really like my voice. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you on that one. I, I really like your voice too. But it was a shock, you know, it's like, oh, I can do this. Um, I was listening to some old rehearsal, rehearsal tapes from 2015 tapes on my phone uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I thought oh, oh no that's all right that sounds good yeah. <laughs> even you know like eight yeah. years ago yeah. um so it's kind of accidental because for me it's all about the songs but I realized that I needed to catch up I had no miles on the clock mm. and they've got their lifetime doing it so I thought well I'll just go out with my musical instrument whatever you know mm-hmm. play two or three different ones and as horrific as it is, I'm just going to go to whatever open mic I can find and just to practice the songs, get on top of the songs, mm-hmm. build my confidence. And I love it so much now that every time I get, you know, I'll just go out as many times as I can, oh, find an open mic, yeah. sing some songs. So where where the open mics you play at? Well, at, there's some... Local ones that I play at occasionally. The thing is, I, I don't like repeating songs. Mm. I don't like going to venues and doing a song I'd done a few weeks earlier. But Trades Club, of course, yeah, I have one every, once every Sarah, month. Sarah's Sarah Sarah Carney, yeah, that's uh, fantastic. That it's one. fantastic. She's fantastic. Mm. Uh, so I always try to do that. The Golden Lion occasionally, because mm-hmm. that's a great venue. Is the Golden yes. Lion? Um, <laughs> but the the um, the the open mic is like it's it's wild. So sometimes you don't feel oh, I'm not quite up to that tonight. But yes, it, I mean some 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 open mics are very much this is the kind of thing we do. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit more anarchic. Everything about the Golden Lions is a bit it's, more anarchic, that's isn't why it? We love it so Absolutely. much. But why? Sometimes you think, oh, I know, I, I, I'll stay in tonight. I know. I, I went to the, the Wednesday night quiz one time. No idea what was going on at any point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everyone's enjoying it. Yeah, so yeah. Fair that's play to them. Exactly that. Yeah. Uh, but city, I prefer going to cities. To be honest, um, it's it's a younger crowd. It it. I have this. I don't know. Cities just have got that. I don't know. I, I presume because cities are where universities are. Mm. You're more likely to get. 
a younger, more experimental thing going. So I, I really like going to Leeds, really like going to Manchester open mics. Um, I went to Texas a few weeks ago. Oh, yes. <laughs> just took a musical instrument and just tried to find as many open mics as I oh. could. <laughs> and that was terrific, playing in Texas. Oh, that must have been it was quite it was, an experience. Yeah, terrific, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bake Up. I love getting out of this valley, uh-huh. going into an even weirder valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should do podcasts and Bake Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and doing it there. It, but Bake Up's sort of geographically hidden away from the rest of the world. Do you know, I think it's as simple as just have a train station. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't differ massively from... Mm you know, the valleys that are around yeah. here. But it, it, it does seem to be, I don't know, is it deeper or something? Because that hill to get there is quite a schlep, isn't it? Oh, the yeah. Sharniford there. Uh, but I, I love going and playing in Bake Up. And they've, they've got some good venues as well. Oh, nice. Because um, it is amazing. It, you know, the, the valley here, um, it's got an amazing music scene. Yeah. Um, and it overflows. I mean, to be honest, you know, you know, we, we don't want to be xenophobic about other parts of the world because, yeah, you know, lots of valleys in Mid Wales have fantastic music scenes as well. Oh, is that right? oh yeah, there's there's like there's there's lots of lots and lots of places, and I often think the heart of the growing or developing, sorry, music scene is in small towns and valleys, the big cities. I mean, that's where you get the bigger bands, the bigger scenes, yeah. and more influenced from you know, national, international, American-style music and, and things yeah. like that. Music for the many. Yeah. Um, now, I'm relatively new to, to music for the many, um, so please tell me about it. So music for the many, and well, in a sense, this taps, this takes us back into the into the uh, the the uh, different different people in different communities and different levels of society, their access to music mm-hmm. and music for the many. What we've done, it, so, uh, uh, the logistics first. So it was set up by the wonderful Daniel Bath five or six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked me to be a trustee, so I'm chair of, of uh, Music for the Many. And what Daniel identified is that in education, um, it, it were getting increasingly harder to access music lessons. Um, the government decided they weren't going to pay for them anymore, but they didn't want to look too cruel and cut them all together. So they made it. You could have music lessons at school, but you had to pay for them. Mm-hmm. So that excludes a whole bunch of society Absolutely. from taking part in that. So the idea behind Music for the Many is we raise funds and we gather musical instruments. You see the big double bass there? <laughs> That's a donation. Yes. <laughs> that, that's lived a life, that. It's that got has, a battered machine, that isn't has it? has lived a life, that has. So that's going to be uh, have a bit of work done on it uh, when the, somebody comes to pick it up. Uh, so we get donations. The, the critical thing is raising funds because what's important to us is that we uh, it's professional uh, music tuition. Mm-hmm. So we pay a really good rate to musicians. Uh, 
And that's where the money goes, really, because we do it all through schools, the local schools. So this is based in Todmorden. Mm-hmm. So we're now in, I think, four schools in Todmorden. And the success of it has absolutely blown us away. Um, the, 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 our pupils have been consistent in, you know, over the few years. And now they're taking it to the high school with them and beyond that. So, yeah, it's uh, making sure that anybody who wants it can have real top quality music tuition and an instrument to take home with them and play. Uh, and we, we're very mindful of uh, the, the cultural diversity that there is around here. So it, it's great that we're not restrictive about what people can play. People want to play a particular instrument, we'll try and you know, make sure, get them one of those instruments. Um, but increasingly, we, we, we're slightly going through a period now of movement where we, we've realised that the best thing that we can offer is more orchestra or choir-led. So we're making sure that kids are working together as well. And we think the learning is greater then. Um, so they're not just learning a musical instrument, they're also learning how to operate in a career. Well, that's right, because you can be... Uh, an, a solo musician, um, but when you can do it with others, you can collaborate with others, whether it's with songwriting or, you know, I know three chords on the guitar and you've got a bass or what are you, you oh, there's something you can hit with a stick. Yeah, you know, then yeah, yeah. It yeah. becomes much more, you know, much more of a, a sort of a musical entity. And you, it, you, you, know, and you, you turn it into a, a collaborative thing, whether it's a duo or a full orchestra. Yeah. 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 It's great. And um, the, I mean, one of the great things when we moved to Hepton Bridge 25 years ago is the Hepton Bridge Junior Brass Band. I was never a big fan of brass sort of bands uh, before, but the great thing about them was that so many young kids got to learn music. Yeah. Yeah, whether they were playing a trumpet or whatever it was. I mean, lots of them went on to create to uh, create ska bands, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because they got that musical grounding yeah. from uh, the, the people running the, the junior brass band. It's a yeah. fantastic thing for the confidence of the of them as well, as, as you yeah. said. The value of it is is enormous. Just socialising, listening, you know, just improving... Mm. People's yeah. ability to listen or, or ha- habitual listening is a great yeah. thing, you know. So, um, it, it, you know, hats off to Daniel. He, uh, he's, he's done a great thing for the uh, area. Absolutely. And it's, it's, absu- it's, it's great bringing people together. Um, we used to have uh, in Hebden Bridge for a few years a thing called World on Your Doorstep. It was based on the fact that... Yeah, within 20 miles or so of uh, the valley, um, you've got people who's either themselves or their parents or grandparents are from every part of the world. Um, and they've, you know, they've brought their, their culture with them. They come and, you know, and play and they play together. And the variety of music is fantastic. Yeah. One of my favourite and also saddest moments... So I had to, um, we'd, we'd hit our sort of curfew. I had to bring this jam session to an end. Uh, and it was a guy there with a sitar I'd invited in from Bradford. 
And he said, I'm really nervous. I've never played in front of white people before. And at the end of it, he said, that was fantastic. Because who he was jamming with was... He brought his friend the tabla player because he didn't want to turn up on his own. Yeah. Um, there was a three-piece blues band. Uh, around the back of them were percussionists, uh, some from Zim- migrants from Zimbabwe, a couple of lo- local guys whose heritage was from the uh, the Caribbean, <laughs> all playing together, and someone on bagpipes. <laughs> and and this Abid Abid said to me, he said it was fantastic. I played with traditional Scottish musicians, and I didn't know. Scotland had traditional music. <laughs> and yeah. that kind of learning thing was just brilliant. The sound was fantastic I bet too. it was, because you've got the drone and the bagpipes, haven't you? Unpinning yeah. that then. Yeah. Oh, that would be magical. It was absolutely terrible. And, and I had to try and keep it to the curfew so we could get the licence to do it again next year. <laughs> it's obviously, oh, why hadn't you started this two hours ago? <laughs> yeah. But anyway... Um, but that's what the, the valley, the, I think, is exceptional. It, it is is the community aspect of music. Yeah, it's so rich, it's so varied, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's so many things going on. Absolutely. It's still great that the the brass bands are still going. Yeah, on. oh yes, I do love a bit of brass. Band. I'm not so keen on marches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know when the, the the marching songs they do, but oh, brass is gorgeous. Yeah. I did. I did get to like brass band music. <laughs> Actually, I was I was working at a, a jazz festival in Clitheroe a couple of years ago, probably longer than that before the before the pandemic thing. So probably about five years ago, and uh, there was a brass band on called the Hackney Colliery Band. Wow. Now I doubt very much if Hackney has a colliery or has ever had one. Um, but they were like all the traditional brass band uh, instruments, and they were playing rock classics, oh, wow. <laughs> like, like Nirvana songs. <laughs> uh, uh, and, you, know, you, you can do you can do so much, so much with music, and it's a joy to live in a valley where there's yeah. so much going on. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, thanks for that, Pip. That's really interesting. Um, I am looking forward to the next music for many gigs that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, and even though I don't play any musical instruments, uh, yeah, that's really why. Well, it's great to talk about music and to listen to people talking about music, but we'd like to hear the music itself. And here is Pip and his band, The Sentimentalists, and Six Rings on My Fingers. <laughs> For my children It's a wonderful life I hope that they'll stay I hope that they don't hate me on my 
fingers is all that they'll have when I die. That and a perfect example of how not to live life. Every time I go to sleep, I dream of losing them. When I finally find them, they don't know who I am. Six rings on my fingers will be yours when I go. on my fingers that's me at my happiest not happy like you but happy for a sentimentalist every time I go to sleep I dream of losing them when I finally find them they don't know who I am Six rings on my fingers Others for my children It's a wonderful life I hope they'll let me stay If I don't get in their way 